welcome to another episode of Dr. Me First. I'm your colleague in medicine and coach in life, Dr. Freaking Aaron Wiseman. And this podcast is all about taking you from a place of burnout, brokenness, and despair to a life that is joy-filled, work that is sustainable, and that you absolutely freaking love getting up every single morning. I have an amazing guest with me today, and I bumped her up in the lineup. So if you have recorded with me and you haven't gotten your episode out, I'm just apologizing to you right now, Anjali bumped you. But because I think she needed to, this interview is so great besides my side of the recording. I'm so sorry to apologize. I don't know what's up with my equipment again. It is scratchy as hell, but the words are wonderful. So hang in there with me. But let me tell you about Dr. Angelina Pereira. She is a physician, like I mentioned, across the ocean in the UK. We pretty much are living parallel lives. I'm not going to lie. We went to school at the same time. We were quitting medicine at the same time. And now we're helping our colleagues with their own issues at the same freaking time. It's kind of a little matrixy. I'm not going to lie. Well, she's bringing the word today, exploration. And so I'm excited to share her with the United States and also to help you guys know that, hey, this is not just our problem. It is worldwide and we are not alone. Together, we can figure out solutions. Okay, well, let's jump into the interview and then stick around afterwards for that kick of encouragement. Here we go. Welcome to the podcast, Anjali Pereira, my sister from across the sea. I am Hello. so glad that you are hanging with me today on the podcast. <laughs> it's so good to be here, Erin. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Don't you guys love that accent? All right, Anjali, <laughs> tell us where you're at so everybody can figure it out and a little bit about yourself. My name is Dr. Anjali Pereira. I am from the UK, obviously. I am a writer, business consultant, and a, a mentor for career questioning doctors. And yeah, my story really began um, at the beginning of med school. I think on the first day of med school, when they told us that you will definitely kill someone over the course of your career, I sat there thinking, this profession really isn't for me. Um, and I just wondered, was that just a sentiment because I was scared, because I didn't really know what this is all about. Um, and throughout med school, I, I kind of felt like I didn't really belong here. I, I didn't really feel that this really spoke to me, but I carried on because that's what you do, right? You just finish. And so I qualified and started working as a doctor and I was completely miserable. I, I hated it. Um, I, I would try to justify it and say, maybe it's just because I'm junior and as I get more senior, things will get better. But they didn't, and um, I ignored that side of myself uh, consistently. And eventually, I just lost it. I just dropped out. I knew that if I if I didn't, then I would I would go crazy. Um, so I left in 2015 with no plan B uh, and no idea of where to go next. And the only solace I really had at that time, I felt so depressed and so anxious about the whole thing, was writing all of my feelings. Uh, to the internet really so I started my blog Disillusion Medic and it was just a platform for me to vent about the NHS and how much I hated it and how much I hated the job um, and through that I suppose it was kind of cathartic um, and it 
I guess it encouraged me to to find stuff that's worthy writing, worth, worth writing about. So, so yeah, I the, the blog carried on and people got interested in it. I, I managed to get a following and um, and slowly over the years I, I built it up and I became a business consultant and and yeah, here I am today. <laughs> I think it's so wonderful because your story so mirrors my own. <laughs> <laughs> And it's scary, right? How many? It is scary, way? crazy. Like just, um, I we had connected through LinkedIn, and so I got on your blog, and I was like, oh my god! Like actually, the exact same time frame that you were experiencing, because we actually went to school at the same time, we launched yeah. into practice <laughs> at the same time, we made changes at the same time. That I just like, oh, I just this woman knows my heart, and she knows mine, and I bet you find so many doctors in the UK. Um, with similar experiences. Absolutely. I mean, through the blog, I had so many people just reaching out to me saying, thank you so much for writing it. I feel the same. And your blog is the only place where I feel like I can let those emotions out because there's so much stigma still, such a taboo around uh, talking about these issues when you're a doctor and even just saying that you're not happy in the job. People question you immediately, you know, like how can you not like the most noble profession there is? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm just so glad to be connected with you and to go international on the podcast. And <laughs> I love the word that you picked for us to talk about today, which is exploration. So give me a little more insight into why you picked the word and what kind of surrounds that for you. Yeah, sure. Um, well, through the mentorship work that I do, uh, many of the doctors that I speak to either want to get out of medicine completely or change the way they practice and the way they live their lives, right? But, but then they get stuck, they get really stuck. Um, and I think that's because they realize that in order to change things, they're going to need to do things that fundamentally are really hard. Um, they're gonna need to try new things without necessarily knowing where they're going. Um, they might have to go down paths and then backtrack, you know, when, it, when they realize it's not right for them. They might have to take on a job in a new industry that's not perhaps the most noble and most purposeful just so that they can see if that industry is right for them um, you know they may have to take a, a pay cut so they have the time to do something different there's so many things um, that in short mean that they have to experiment to to explore and exploration it really isn't about knowing your final destination right it's, it's about taking in new environments new experiences and then through those new experiences you understand more about who you are um, but I think that's an inherently scary concept for doctors I mean we are so used to working towards a goal you know be it med school be it finals be it the next stage in our career our whole lives are built around this hierarchy that we all know so well. I mean, you know before med school, basically, what your career is going to look like as a doctor, right? Yeah, I call um, it the uh, the railroad tracks of medicine. <laughs> and you just, like, get sat on them, and then you just go. Where that yeah. is not a normal, it's not normal in this world. You're right, exploration is more like taking a walk in the woods and not knowing where you're going to end up or what you're going to see or instead of, like, these built railroad tracks that are finite and right there. Exactly. It's, it's a conveyor belt. And, and as a result, you know, everything that we do as doctors is in service of a larger goal. We are working towards that larger goal. You know, everything from the, the flute lessons that you do at school to, you know, to make you look more well-rounded to, you know, the extra classes that you might take at med school or the academic 
research that you do or whatever. It's for the benefit of your CV. There, there is no exploration. And therefore, I suppose when it comes to crunch time, when you want to step away from medicine, I mean, I, I felt like this myself. It, it was one of the reasons I held back from, from leaving medicine for a long time was because I was scared of starting essentially from the beginning. Right. Because it does feel like starting over without that kind of light at the end of the tunnel. Like when you make the conscious decision to say, this is not working, I have to find what is, it's almost like you have to let go of that security of the tracks or of the conveyor belt and not know what's on the other side. I talk to a lot of people about that. It's like going from one cliff to another over this like real rickety bridge. And you assume you can get over it because (laughs) other people have, but it still is terrifying as you're making that transition across the bridge. And then the other question is, I get this so much from other female physicians is, is the grass really greener on the other side? Yeah. Is it really better on the other side? You want to know my answer? I'm like, oh, fucking yes, it is. It is so much better. (laughs) Not just because of getting to that destination on the other side and realizing like, oh my gosh, this is where I'm supposed to be. But so much what you learn by making that transition that makes you stronger, that makes you more in touch with yourself. You find new people who just know your soul. And I think about that so much. Like, what if I had stayed? What if I had just kept my head down and just not, gosh, I would know you. I would know hundreds of thousands of people that I've come in contact with because I was brave enough to take that first step off the path. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I, I did wonder that. I wondered at the time, am I, am I just, am I being crazy here? Am I just thinking that it's going to be greener on the other side because I'm miserable? You know, do I just want to believe that um, I, I can find a better life outside of medicine? Um, but it's, as you say, the things that you discover, the things that you learn about yourself, you can always come back to medicine if you want to at some point in the future. But those experiences, I think you cannot get within medicine. You cannot get when you're feeling that stuck, right? Yeah. When you're, yeah. When you can't even see past this day, I remember telling myself sometimes like, just make it past this hour, like make it to 12. Okay. Now make it to one. Okay. Now make it to two. And I look back at that and I know there are people out there right now who are doing that exact same thing. And I just want to like hug you and say, it's okay. But yeah. now I'm looking at like, ooh, what's 2021 going to be? And what's 2040 yeah. going to look like? <laughs> like I have such a different expanded view because I realize like I'm not in survival mode anymore. Like I'm actually living a life that feels good and fun. And it's different, totally different. Like you said, there's definitely sacrifices you have to make. Mm-hmm. But when I talk with people, I ask about like, well, what are your sacrifices for staying? What are you sacrificing by staying miserable? Precisely. I I. I really hear what you're saying. I used to wake up in the morning feeling disappointed that I'd woken up, you know, like, why didn't I just disappear into the ether in the night? Because now I have to go in and do another shift. Mm-hmm. And, and that became my norm. And I, I look back and think, how is that ever okay that I felt that way every single day? Um, and I, my husband would say now that whenever he looks back at me as a doctor, I was ill all the time. I was stressed. I was anxious, I was depressed, um, and I'd come home with all sorts of viruses and colds and flu and all, all sorts of things because I was stressed. Um, 
you know, we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't have time to do anything together. And I just, I can't believe that that became normal for me. Looking back now, it just seems, just seems ridiculous. <laughs> you know, and we're smart people and we think, at least I do that too. In retrospect, I'm like, why did I let it get so bad? But I think honestly, it's because you're so inundated. It becomes your new pathologic normal. Yes. And, and you look around and you see everybody else and they're in pathologic normal as well. And then, you know, for me, it was like, I found somebody on the internet who's different. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, why, what? It can yeah. be different or a podcast or a blog. And I think that's the amazing thing is that we get to be these like small blips of light in the world to be like, get out of the shit river. Like, yeah. don't stay there anymore. Go find something that's an actual new healthy for you. Because I can say the same thing. I had diagnosed myself with like brain tumor, like <laughs> autoimmune disease. Because I was like, why does my thought body feel so fucking bad? I couldn't. I, I, so I 100% know what you're talking about with the, the illnesses. And it's true. It's because there was so much more going, going on underneath the surface. Yeah, so with your exploration journey, so you shared a little bit about it. Tell me a little bit more, like, when you quit in 2015 without a plan, which, you know, we now know, both of us, like, don't do that. <laughs> Have at least something to hang your hook on to. But tell a little bit of that exploration process and then what that blossomed into for you down the road. Well, so it's funny. I, um, I kind of fell into a marketing job. Uh, after I left medicine, I was so desperate for something because I needed to earn some money. Uh, I needed to do something with my life. So I found uh, a small health tech company uh, that needed some support with their marketing. Um, and I, I didn't know anything about marketing. I had no qualifications. I had never even considered the area in my life. Um, but they were willing to, to have me and train me. And they thought, well, she's a doctor, so she'll be able to understand the medical jargon and you know, she's intelligent enough. So they, they really believed in me and they gave me that chance, um, which was great because uh, you know, marketing isn't exactly rocket science. You can, you can learn it. Uh, I don't need to go to school for it and pay thousands and thousands of pounds to, to retrain. Um, I managed to learn it on the job. Um, but it's funny because people always ask me now about the marketing um, what's the career progression like in the marketing field um, and I just I always say to them there isn't one uh, and I think the reason that they ask me I completely understand why they ask me that because again it's the hierarchy right it's, it's the wanting to know that if you leave medicine there will be a safe uh, industry that you can go into where you'll progress and it will be predictable and you'll know exactly where you're going there'll be a structure to follow um, but what I found stepping outside of medicine is that that structure, I mean, unless you go into the armed forces, that rigidity of structure doesn't exist. Um, and you do have to, to find your way, you know, and make your own progression in many ways. I mean, there are some industries that will allow, allow you to stay in a job for, you know, several years and then you progress as the time goes by. But generally to get into those jobs, you have to know that's the industry you want to go in and to, into in the first place, right? Um, so progression for me, um, certainly just looked like trying different things and then just seeing what would stick. I mean, I, I learned as much as I could from that first marketing job. And then when I felt like I'd got all I could from that job, I moved on to another position and, and had different 
requirements in terms of responsibility and different skill sets and um and a higher salary and and that was my progression you know it was it was very much dictated as time went by and you just sort of figure it out um and doctors really don't like it when i say things like that because they want that certainty um and to so so to say that it isn't there is i think inherently scary absolutely and i think it's really important to say like you tried you, you had to like try other things yeah and i also can see that very much true that when you were like okay like Let's do this on my own. You know, let's jump into entrepreneurship, which yeah. is definitely off the beaten path <laughs> for anybody who's been out there and do that. So if there's someone who's listening, who's super intrigued by your journey, I mean, I think most of the people are, what advice would you give them? So I would say to anyone out there who's feeling really stuck and really miserable, um, just get out there and find the things that you can do. Go and meet people, go and speak to people who have got out of medicine, speak to people who have set up businesses. It doesn't have to be other doctors, just network. Doctors are really, really bad at networking because we never need to within our jobs. You know, everything that we need is kind of within the same profession and within the same space. Um, but just connecting with people and understanding what else could be out there um, is, is so critical. And I think that's where coaching comes in as well. Having a person that you can turn to that can guide you through this process because it is scary, it is stressful and overwhelming. Um, you are stepping into a completely new world. And so, having a mentor, a coach, a guiding light, someone who's done it before, um, something like that is really invaluable. I love it. Absolutely. And I know I call my services coaching and you call your services mentoring, but I really think they're so reflective of each other. Um, and I love it. So, those people who want to know more about you, get in contact with you, where can they come visit you? So you can check out my blog at thedisillusionmedic.com where I write about my journey out of medicine into the normal world. Um, and I'm also on Twitter and Facebook at DisillusionMed. So no excuses, people. If I can get on Zoom and record this podcast, you can also talk to Angeli. She's wonderful. I love, I love having connections with her. And I think she does an amazing job um, for us to, to relate and understand. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> well, again, thank you for logging on and talking to me. And I just can't wait to see what other international connections we can do. We might have to like go abroad sometime together. You totally should. That would be awesome. Dr. Pereira, thank you so much again for connecting with me through the magic of the internet, for getting on a Zoom call. I know it had to be at least five or six hours different, and for just sharing your heart and your story to my audience. You are a gem, my friend, and I am very, very serious about meeting in person at some point. We will absolutely have to go on vacation together, and maybe even bring the rest of this audience all right, so speaking to all of you all with that kick of encouragement, what I really want to put out to you today is two things. One, you are not alone. Isn't it amazing that from across the sea, we can find other women, other healthcare professionals, other doctors who feel like we feel at times? And isn't it amazing, too, 
that she got her unstuck. She figured it out. Now, life might not be perfect, but you know what? Life is never perfect. So why not start living the life that feels so much better, that doesn't feel like drudgery every single day, that feels light and it feels fulfilled and just good. So I just want to encourage you, you are not alone. And the other thing is, you are not stuck. You are not stuck. There are so many resources, so many people, so many different paths that can take you from where you are at today to that life of fulfillment, to that life that makes you want to skip and jump out of bed every single morning. And again, like I said, it's not going to be perfect. Life is tough. But wouldn't you rather pick the tough that is fulfilling and brings you joy rather than one that you're suffering and miserable through? So if it's not me, find help. Reach out to someone and say, hey, this is where I'm at and I don't want to be here any freaking more. How can you help me? We are terrible at asking for help for ourselves, but now is the time. Hence the name of the podcast, Dr. Me First. It's time, my friend, to take care of you because guess what? You don't have to keep living this way. So my call out that I've been doing for this first part of 2020 is I want to get to know every single one of my listeners who are out there. So if you haven't connected with me yet, this is your challenge. Once again, get in the show notes, click on the link, schedule a call with me. I can get it done. We can do it from across the ocean on Zoom. We can do it across the Pacific for my people who are on Australia who are listening to me. Shout out to you all down there. We can make it happen. And I would not put it out there if I didn't mean it. So get on it today. And also, don't forget, your life, your calling, your pulse matters.